Hi, welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is How Bear Gets Weird, a one and done episode. Thank you so much for joining us for happy hour. Yes. And today we are drinking a mocktail. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's super simple. It is a little bit of Concord grape juice. Concord or Concord? Concord the world grape juice. I like it that way. <laughs> um, some lemon juice and a bit of seltzer water. Yummy. And it is so good. Uh, back in the good old days mm-hmm. when we bartended, I always made myself sparkling juice drinks, non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I love a bubble. We, we love bubbles around here. And I was thinking the other day about the bar that we used to work at. Yes. Rest in peace. Yes. Rest in peace because that bar no longer exists. They paid paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> Literally, that song yeah. is so accurate. Yes. Before I started working in the bar there, I worked on the restaurant side because it was a bar and grill, like mm-hmm. kind of a typical setup that everybody is well uh, uh, aware of. Yes. And one day I was waiting on a table and the woman whose table I was waiting on, I think she was eating alone. Um, along with her tip, she left me a gift. So she had, uh, an, a large envelope, I would say big enough to fit an eight by 10 photo. And in a moment, you'll know why else I say that (laughs) she had an envelope full of these. And I'm not sure if she gave them out to everybody or if I was just like that good, which I kind of would like to think I was just that good that she (laughs) felt like I deserved this gift on top of my tip. But she left me an 8 by 10 photo of her, whom I just met that night, by the way. She was not a regular. I never saw her again. Never met her before. (laughs) One and done. Just like this episode. She left me a picture of her and Michael Douglas. Oh, my God. What? The actor Michael Douglas. I'm not sure if I've already told that story on this pod, but I was thinking the other day about the restaurant and that memory popped in my mind. And I was thinking about how I took that picture and I hung it up on my wall at my apartment and it was there for like six months. So anybody who came over just saw a stranger and Michael Douglas on my wall. <laughs> what? But wherever wherever that lady is out there, I just hope she's doing great. I What um, an interesting brag. And to, like, make a physical rep- rep- representation of that experience and pass it out to strangers. It was one of the most bizarre, I mean, top ten at the restaurant. Just because, like I said, she was not a regular. I did not know her, and I never saw her again. That is... But I got this picture. <laughs> I st- I'm sure I still have it somewhere, and when I'm cleaning out my attic next, I'm going to really try to find it, and I'll post it. Okay, but listen, this, it's actually kind of genius because you never forgot her. I didn't. But also, what good is that for I, her? Well, I don't. Maybe she was setting an, like, this is where my mind goes. Maybe she was establishing an alibi. Oh, shit. Yes. And then she went and committed a heinous crime. And yes. then if the cops would have. I would have been like, obviously she was here. I have this eight by ten photo of her and Michael Douglas, and also it was like nineteen eighty nine. The picture was definitely from like the late eighties, maybe ninety two. It was a it was old and it was incredible. It was beautiful. I don't. I didn't even know her name. I can't. I I need to see this photo. You have never told me that before. That was a good one. Oh my! That was a really good one. Of all my years in the service industry. 
Like I said, it's got to be top 10. I've never, we've received lots of gifts as bartenders. Never. I've never received a photo of of the patron and Michael Douglas before. That's got to be the top, (laughs) top tier gift from, uh, you know, someone that comes into your restaurant. If you're in the service industry and you have ever received a photo of somebody, (laughs) please let us know. Okay, what if a bunch of people just start emailing us and they have (laughs) received the same photo from the same woman at multiple restaurants from across the country? Oh my God, dreams really do come true. If that's what happens, that's all I need to get me through this life. Please, if you received a photo of a woman with Michael Douglas, late 80s, early 90s, Please let us know. So you're saying that if this happened, you could die a happy woman. That's all I need. That is all I need. Okay. Well, good to know because that is an exquisite transition because we are talking deathbed confessions today. (gasps) Ooh. Once again, I had no idea what we were talking about today. Yes. So a lot of these I got from Reddit. And uh, from a BuzzFeed article also and a List First article. So those will be linked in our description, the uh, sources for those. Um, All right. So this kind of sparked my interest because it turns out that one, two reasons. One, I've actually witnessed someone in my family die in front of my eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. There was no confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two, there's actually been somewhat of a deathbed confession within my family. Oh my goodness. I know. So we're going to start with that and then we'll move on to the ones I found across the internet. Oh my. Okay. Okay. Are, are you ready? <laughs> I'm literally on the edge of my seat. I'm not exaggerating. I don't know. Actually, I don't really know. I should move my chair. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for privacy purposes, let's just say this is about my aunt and uncle. Okay. So my aunt and uncle were traveling on vacation and my uncle started to feel very strange. He, and it turns out he was having what's called a tonic seizure and it's where just parts of your body start to seize. Mm -hmm. And he was rushed to the hospital And the doctors didn't at first realize what was going on. And they thought he was having like a, like a widow maker, like a massive heart attack. Mm -hmm. And my uncle is Catholic. So he was like scared, pardon the pun, scared to death. So he asked to speak to the hospital chaplain Mm -hmm. to come in. So after the priest came in and read him his last rites, my uncle, who thought, genuinely thought he was going to die at any second, you know, motioned my aunt to come over to his hospital bed and told her that he had received a significantly larger inheritance from his father's passing than he told her. He lied to her about the amount of money and hid most of the money from her. <gasps> Why? I don't, I don't know. So he survived the seizure and my aunt. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but they the, the, the strangest thing is they never spoke of the confession again. Never. What? She, she didn't say, so let's 
go to Europe? Mm-mm. Never, never spoke of it again. I mean, they're no longer married. Oh. Uh, so that, I mean, this wasn't the catalyst. Maybe it was. I'm not sure. But yeah, so that was kind of a little, almost a deathbed confession. That was so stressful. I was afraid he was going to say something like really, really, really bad. Like um, I've been having an affair with your sister for 13 years. You know, considering this family member, I would not be surprised if on his actual deathbed, he did confess something much worse than that. <laughs> to be honest, to be fully honest. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Well, that was a good one. That was stressful for me. We shall see if he confesses anything else. He might. I feel like because he's Catholic, they have that built-in confession Mm -hmm. urge, you know? So, um, you know, watch him. Just keep an eye on him. Yeah. Okay, so let's get on to what I found across the internet. And some of these are sweet and some of them are sour. So, okay. This comes from Reddit from Orange Star 17. And this confession is about his grandpa. And it reads, my grandpa, a Sicilian man with blessed cooking skills, told us on his deathbed that his meatballs were actually frozen meatballs from the grocery store. (laughs) That is the sweetest (laughs) confession I've ever heard in my life. Um, he felt so guilty. He felt so mm-hmm. guilty about that. He did. He did. Oh, oh my goodness. I love that grandpa. <laughs> okay. So this next one comes from a ranker article. Mm-hmm. In 2019, Nashville prison inmate James Washington suffered a heart attack an experience that prompted him to confess to the slaying of Joyce Goodner in 1995. Washington in prison for a second degree murder conviction, excuse me, that was disjointed, thought he was at the end, either in an attempt to find absolution or an act of pure desperation. Washington told a prison guard that he ended Goodner, a woman that had been found brutally slain in Nashville, Tennessee, 17 years earlier. However, I know. However, Washington recovered from his ailment and tried tried to take it back, claiming he Um, was hallucinating. (laughs) No, I'm not buying it. (laughs) Hallucinating a real murder that happened? Exactly. Exactly. If he would have said, like, I murdered that unicorn, then... Probably a hallucination. Right. Right. So. Wow. I mean. I know. Thank goodness that was finally solved, I guess, even though it was through a crazy deathbed confession. Well, he, they took it seriously. They put him on trial for it. And Mm -hmm. then through the uh, researching through the trial, they found out that he was actually, in fact, in a relationship at the time with the woman and after three-day trial, he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison without parole. So not only was it solved, but he was tried and convicted. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy one. Wild and crazy, as we like to say. <laughs> I know. And this one is from Reddit, from MT Job Job. Mm-hmm. My great-grandmother told us her birthday was October 30th, her whole life. And on her deathbed, we found out it was actually 
October 31st. I knew it. (laughs) She and her family had lied for 80 plus years out of superstition. (laughs) And they went back and checked her birth certificate. And it turns out she was in fact born on October 31st. (laughs) I knew it. I wish that grandma had a full back tattoo of something super spooky also. (laughs) Uh, What a funny thing. What a funny thing. Sometimes I get it with superstitions because, I don't know, I knock on wood all the time, but I think that's like another thing. I think that's something else that's going on there, not superstition. It's funny the things that scare people because usually when you look at the history of whatever it is, it's totally arbitrary and Mm -hmm. the numbers are not really linked to anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, um, my husband played baseball for many years and my son has started to play baseball um and we got a little superstitious about his hat this season um Mm -hmm. he had a couple different hats and um when he wore a specific hat they won more times than they lost so we always (laughs) made sure that he was wearing that hat when he played a game (laughs) Just make sure you don't become the family who won't like wash his socks for a whole season. Oh, good goodness gracious. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> All right. So our next deathbed confession we have, and this comes from Reddit from Imincome01. My dad told me that when his grandfather was about to die, he finally told his family why he had this tattoo on his arm. It was always a mystery because he was a pastor at a church and he never spoke of it. Apparently, when he was 19, he was a safe cracker and robbed a bank and then got arrested. So he got a tattoo in prison. But when he got out, he decided to never tell anyone and turned his life around. That's a cool one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that secret. <gasps> I want a secret like that. Okay, are you ready to go dress up like clowns and rob that bank so I can have a cool deathbed confession? Yes. I feel like that's just the right amount of like wild and crazy mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. like, you know, murderous wild and crazy. That's a per- you're right. That's the perfect balance. It's like mm-hmm. I didn't murder anybody. I'm not afraid of Halloween. That sweet spot. Mm-hmm. It is. That's that secret deathbed confession sweet spot <laughs> that we're all striving for. Our next one comes from Anonymous. I had a patient who was an 86-year-old woman who had a bunch of crosses around her room. I had to ask her to take them down due to the inability to create the care she needed. She insisted they all stay up because, quote, it was one cross for each soul she took. (gasps) What? Yeah, if that's true, she took 14 souls. What? (laughs) Um, I, I know. I know that hospice nurses and hospice doctors hospice medical care they see they hear probably some really horrible creepy terrible deathbed confessions i literally have chills from that i don't know why that was so creepy naughty nana what are you doing you think i i feel like we want to think 
of old people as like sweet and innocent grandmas and grandpas, but sometimes they're the worst. Ooh, did you see that movie, The Visit? Oh, did you read the Wikipedia about that movie, The Visit? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know I did. Ooh, creepy. Ooh. Yes, totally creepy. Well, while we're getting things off our chest, we have a confession. We love the Newsly app. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles from the most trending topics on the internet at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural-ish human voice. Newsly even has articles from our local newspapers. Yeah, I actually just listened to an article about having dogs in your neighborhood can reduce the crime rate for multiple reasons. It was actually so interesting. I know that it reduced the amount of times I snuck out of my house as a teen. <laughs> it's I, you would you would be so surprised. Not only is it because of the noise of barking, but mm-hmm. more people are walking on the street walking their dogs. So mm. it kind of creates like a built-in uh like a neighborhood watch kind of a thing. Oh wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, totally was. Um, back to Newsly. For the first time ever on the internet, the entire web becomes listenable and all in one place. You can browse articles from topics you choose, including technology, sports, entertainment, and even crime. So you can stop scrolling and start listening. Listen to articles from Bustle, NPR, CBS, ESPN, and so much more. Newsly will find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. It's literally a game changer. It really is. And they even have podcasts too. You can explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries and you can even listen to us on there. I actually started using it as my default podcast app. Another cool feature is they have digital radio from over 100 different countries. I know. That is a really cool feature. I love that. Download and use Newsly for free now from newsly.me or from the link in our episode description. Newsly even gave us a promo code. Use Happy H to try a one-month free premium subscription. Wow, I feel so much better. I feel like a weight has been lifted. Confessing feels good. I think that you two hit that perfect sweet spot in your confession. <laughs> okay, so on to our next deathbed confession. And this comes from Ask Reddit from Fearless Leader 85 That's me. okay it could be but it's not i have an amazing one my great-grandmother lived a very long and interesting life Mm -hmm. she was in her 20s in the great depression she had a wild streak from those days that we didn't know much about to the point that we actually don't know our great-grandfather's name just the husband she took later i like her already Over the course of her nearly 100 years of life, she had collected owls, literally thousands of owl figurines. She had clocks, wall hangings, pot holders, lamps, stained glass art, salt shakers, and more little figurines than you can imagine, all depicting owls. We all wondered the importance of the owls. She never talked about them. We just all knew that she loved owls. Well, when she was nearing her death at the age of 98 or 99, and the doctors said she had days, my grandparents went and talked to her and they asked her if she had anything she wanted to share or ask before she goes. 
She thought for a moment and said, I never understood the owls. (laughs) It turns out she didn't really give a shit about owls. Near as we could piece together, sometime in the 40s or 50s, perhaps, she bought either a trivet or a set of salt and pepper shakers that were owls. Then someone got her the other. And those were the oldest owls anyone could remember. But from mm-hmm. there, someone got her an owl to match, probably a pot holder or a placemat. And all of a sudden, her kitchen was owl-themed. And from there, it snowballed. The owls flowed like wine. <laughs> baffling her for 60 years, eventually taking over as the bulk of her personal belonging. (laughs) The moral is, if you're not actually into something, mention it early. (laughs) Okay, that is a fantastic story. And I have two things. First of all, I was really afraid that you were going to say she had an owl for every soul she she took. (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like... This grandma is cray. But uh, from a personal story, my step-grandma had much the same experience where somebody had one at one time bought her, I can't remember if it was, I think it was pigs, had somebody had bought her like a piggy decoration or maybe she had bought like a single piggy decoration. And the next thing she knew, every gift she got for the next 25 years was piggy themed. And it happens. It's very easy for this to happen. It's an epidemic. It's like an insidious curse on your family. So if you ever purchase anything that has any sort of a theme, you you hide that when family comes over. If you're yes. hosting a holiday and you have a duck on your wall, unless you want your entire life to be full of ducks, you fucking chuck that thing in the closet. (laughs) Because that is exactly what will happen. Oh my gosh, I love that. I feel like I've heard that somewhere too, where it starts with one, and then all of a sudden, your house is frog-themed, or Mm cow-themed, or Mm -hmm. sunflower-themed, or (laughs) owl-themed. I think it's because it's really hard to buy an adult a gift. Mm-hmm. When you get to a certain point in your life, nobody really needs things. And then it's hard to know what somebody's into. Mm-hmm. Buying any adult, even a spouse or a friend, it's kind of hard to, to buy something for them. So when you got that in, because you saw that they had salt shakers of two penguins hugging. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a get out of jail free card. You know... Just get summer sausage. (laughs) Everybody loves summer sausage. Or vegan summer sausage. Yes. Can't go wrong with a dried meat, honestly. Or what can you not go wrong with? Maybe a plush robe or bath, a bath Mm -hmm. thing. A bath, a bath. Why can't I think of a single thing for a bath? (laughs) Nobody takes baths. Okay, don't get a bath thing. That's terrible. Um, Maybe a, a gift certificate to a nice restaurant in town. Mm-hmm, that's and they can always get a good whatever one. they want. Yeah. Or just, I'm like, give them some food. Just shove food down their throat. I'm like, jam, salami. Homemade, if you do a homemade quick bread, pumpkin I, bread, banana mm-hmm. bread, cookies. I don't know why we're suddenly giving people gift advice. I know. They don't want this. <laughs> Nobody asked for this. Nobody fucking asked for this. <laughs> 
Actually, my suggestion is go to their house. If they have any sort of an animal in their house at all, buy them 40 of that animal (laughs) in different forms. (laughs) In different forms. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, moving right along. Our next confession. As James Brewer lay in bed during what he thought were his final moments, he confessed to slaying his neighbor 32 years earlier. (gasps) Yes. His neighbor. Ooh, like that yes. show. That yes. show is so stressful. What is it called? I, the, uh, the, Fear Thy Neighbor. No, yes. I can't watch it. I cannot watch it. That's like the worst. Fucking the stressful. the worst case scenario is moving next door to an absolute psychopath and they just terrorize mm-hmm. your life. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. I know someone who went through that and it was like, honestly, a year of torture. Terrible. Like so psychological, terrible. emotional, and like, physical torture it was an absolute nightmare and the slow build oh you mowed over your edge into my mm-hmm. yard mm-hmm. it starts just like that yeah oh you you blew leaves onto my garden mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep Ugh. yes so in 1977 brewer had been living in tennessee with his wife dorothy In a jealous rage, Brewer shot their neighbor, Jimmy Carroll, believing he was trying to seduce his wife. (gasps) Yes. So Brewer and his wife fled Tennessee, and they were hiding in Oklahoma under assumed names. Brewer, called Michael Anderson in his new life, suffered a stroke in 2009. So this was like three decades later. And he was living with the fake identity for three this whole decades. time? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. From his hospital bed, he called the police and confessed to the deed. He wanted to cleanse his soul before he passed. However, again, like karma will take as long as she needs, he lived and him and his wife returned to Tennessee and surrendered themselves and paid their debt to society wow mm-hmm. that's crazy that he mm-hmm. got away with it for that long i back i mean i guess back in the day you could kind of get away with things you could kind of actually hide mm-hmm. yeah uh i think it would be so hard to live with that kind of a weight on your shoulders of doing something like that i would never be able to do it no way no way i did just start watching the old man with jeff bridges <gasps> On Hulu? No, it's on regular TV. It is? Yeah. I heard that was fantastic. It is so good. And Mm. I have to tell you. Wait a minute. How many episodes have you watched? Just a couple. Why? You didn't even tell me. I just started last night. You should have told me last night. I have to tell you, though, that I am a little bit worried because I think I have fallen absolutely in love with the fictitious character that Jeff Bridges plays. Um, I don't blame you. I have been in love with a dude since 1987. And do you know that this is his first role since he is in remission from throat cancer? I had a feeling because we follow him on Twitter and um, Mm -hmm. I was kind of following that. It was scary i mean mm-hmm. he's a great great actor obviously i'd not don't know him but 
I was kind of keeping an eye out because we are such big fans of his on this pod. But this show is fantastic. I'm only a couple episodes in, so if I should not be in love with him in six episodes, don't come after me. I don't know what he turns into. But so far, (laughs) so far, so good, and I'm in love. And that's the end of this story. That's the end of this sidebar. You're welcome. That is your confession for today. That is my confession for the day. I already confessed and told my husband that last night. (laughs) You know what? I feel like what do they say in the confession box when you make a good confession? Do they still tell you to do Hail Marys? No. First, Mother Marys? You start by saying, forgive me, Father, for I have wind. (laughs) And then you tell them the cool thing you did. Um, Okay. So my dental hygienist is... Catholic and she always gives a little um at the end of my cleaning she always says a little I'm not Catholic I've only been a few times and they wouldn't let me partake in uh the drinking of the wine and eating of the flesh which honestly because you're not Catholic well you can't do communion I'm good on the flesh but give me some wine (laughs) um (laughs) just give me a taste (laughs) but I do appreciate that she does give my teeth a little couple Our Fathers and Hail Marys, I guess, Mm -hmm. just for good health until my next cleaning. I appreciate that. It's sweet. I mean, it's not going to hurt, but if she really liked you, she would have you gargle with holy water. (laughs) I'm going to bring that up to her. I must not be her favorite. (laughs) Yeah, she saves those for her favorites. (laughs) Jeff Bridges. Uh, There's actually a um, hard seltzer coming out that's supposedly made with um water that's blessed by a priest what (laughs) yeah i don't remember what it's called but i heard about it it's probably gonna give me heartburn (laughs) (laughs) it will it will but not for the normal reason cassie uh we'll we'll find it posted on our instagram totally i want to try that for sure i always love my new hobby is trying new seltzers i mean i might have one out of the 12 pack but i definitely love to try new seltzers I know. Some of them are so good, and I've had some that tasted like literal perfume. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Some of them are t- truly awful. Uh, yeah. Was that a Freudian slip? <laughs> 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 okay, now on to confessions. Geraldine Kelly told everyone that her husband, John, died in a traffic accident after returning to Massachusetts from California, where the rest of the family was living. But in 2004, she admitted that it had all been a lie. Mm -hmm. Kelly had shot her husband (gasps) 14 years earlier, storing his body in a freezer. Yes. (laughs) I thought you were frozen, but it was just you were frozen in in terror. I, where's the freezer? Uh, Well... Kelly, losing a fight with cancer at the age of 54, told her daughter that she had done what she had done and that the body was still in that same freezer. Kelly, who had also moved back east from California, shipped her husband's remains to Massachusetts during the late 1990s. When authorities visited Kelly's storage unit where the freezer was stashed, they found an unplugged, locked freezer sealed with duct tape. The remains inside were ultimately determined to be John's. Some believe Kelly was a victim of domestic violence, but the motive for the incident remains unclear. If you ever find an unplugged freezer, 
sealed with duct tape. That is not good. No. Steer clear. Oh, man, that's dark. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. I know. So, all right, so this is our last confession, and I decided to end it on kind of a cutesy one. Okay. And, and you know, I I feel like we don't know much about our grandparents, and I had um, the lucky opportunity, my great-grandmother – when she was, I, I want to say maybe in her 60s, I mm-hmm. did a school project and it they wanted you to interview and, and videotape it, someone from your life. And I chose her and I got to ask her a ton of questions about her early life. And she, she lived a really cool life. She was, I think I've mentioned this before, she was uh, uh, what you know, we think of Rosie the Riveter during World mm-hmm. War II in LA mm-hmm. and and um she lived a really cool life. And I was lucky to have that opportunity. That's a great project. Yeah, it was really cool. I wish most um people would recognize that, you know, time is is fleeting and you should ask questions if you want. I mean, she still took a lot of 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 secrets to her grave. Um <laughs> she had a lot of secrets, but Um, I am now in my thirties asking my, I, I'm also very lucky to have living grandparents, Mm -hmm. um, still. And I'm, I take every opportunity to ask them questions about, about their lives. Cause I think it's interesting and I want to pass on that, you know, heritage and stuff. So I, I ended one on a grandma's confession and it's kind of cute. Okay. This comes from Reddit from M. Catherine Kelly. My grandmother told all of us kids, in quotes, because they were all grown, Mm -hmm. that she had a tattoo of the outline of Texas on her ass. (laughs) And the nurse in the room burst out laughing and confirmed that it, in fact, was true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a pretty cute one. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's always fun because when, when do you ever have the opportunity to see your grandma's ass tattoo? You would never know it's there. No, you wouldn't. I mean, what a, that's, that actually might be the deathbed confession that I strive for. It's <laughs> yeah. a great ass tattoo. All of her exes lived in Texas. <laughs> oh, my grandpa used to say that was my uncle's song because his ex did live in Texas. <laughs> Speaking of grandparents, and he would chuckle to himself every time that song came on. <laughs> that was a, a, the perfect dad joke before dad jokes were thing. It was a grandpa joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I love a secret tattoo. I think I should get one. Mm-hmm. I would get one for sure. When I was a kid, my dad told me that he had a tattoo of a tiger and I believed it for like a decade, but he doesn't. So Wait, you can also what? do the reverse. You can also do the reverse and just claim to have a tattoo and then your confession is, oh, I never had a tattoo. Oh my goodness. It's more of a prank, I guess, at that point. <laughs> I mean, what if you like had to identify him in some way? You're like, no tiger tattoo. That's not him. That's that's not him. Can't be my dad. <laughs> my dad told me he had a huge tiger tattoo somewhere. I have you checked? Have you checked every crevice? <laughs> I mean, also good idea if you're ever on America's Most Wanted and they have you listed with a bunch of imaginary tattoos 
you're walking around like you know what maybe that's what he was doing (laughs) (laughs) probably building up that alibi making up (laughs) fake tattoo claims so he could never match a description you know what genius he is a genius (laughs) well this was a really fun list i have to say my favorite let me think what was your favorite confession on the list I'm going to go with the Sicilian grandpa and his store-bought meatballs. (laughs) I'm going to say the safe cracker. Yes. Okay. I think that is, that would be a first and the meatball grandpa would be come in a close second because I feel like it's sweet, but it is also kind of like, grandpa, you've been like, this is like, Mm. oh, you know, like fresh, like Sicilian food and it's store-bought frozen meatballs. All this episode really taught me is we need to get out there and do something, mm-hmm. you know, that that sweet spot, something. That wild and crazy sweet spot and then just shock and awe our children. On Go out with bed. a bang. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 100%. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that. And we will be back next week with a true crime episode. Um, so look forward to that. And on that note, don't forget to love yourself, lock your doors, and listen to your gut. Cheers to that. Cheers to that.